0: Hero Makers, we want to tell you about the Gold Digger podcast hosted by Jenna Kutcher.
1: Jenna, I follow her on Instagram too. She is such a fun follow. We love Jenna and she is a part of our HubSpot podcast
0: network and in each episode Jenna helps you discover and explore how to have your dream career through productivity tips and social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories which are amazing and so much more.
1: Here are some episodes that you need to check out first. Is your brand cohesive and original? Signs, you're facing burnout and how to fix it. Confidence and success, how they're connected. And could influencer marketing work for you? So if you are looking for an amazing resource to build the career that you always wanted, listen to Gold Digger wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, Hero Makers, you've been listening to the Marketing Made Simple podcast for over a year now, and we have covered so many topics that have helped you create marketing that is easy and works. But we know that you have specific questions about your business, little nuances that maybe we haven't covered yet.
1: And so today we begin a series where we're answering your questions and getting into the nitty gritty of what you're curious about, what problems you still need help with this podcast is for you. So let's get into it. I'm about to stop-
0: Hero Makers, welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. J.J. Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, J.J. Hey, Hero Makers. April, how fun was last week's episode?
1: (gasps) Uh the funnest celebrating our Hero Makers successes? Come on. I, yeah. I don't know if it gets better than that. <laughs> it
0: was it was so fun. And you know, then coming up with all of those songs, which was so dumb. <laughs> so fun. What do you just mean? Celebrating <laughs> just celebrating our Hero Makers and the fact that people would want to call in and share their story with yes. us was just so fun. It like, was. I love that we're creating this tribe of people who are willing to celebrate and honor the successes that they've had and share it with the rest of us so that we can celebrate with them because that is so fun for us. And so just the opportunity to say, hey, call in, share your success stories, and that people did it was like one of my favorite things.
1: Yes. It, it's so much one of our favorite things that we wanted to provide more opportunities to hear from you. And so this week, we are starting a new series where we get to hear your questions, the things that you're really curious about, that you're still kind of pondering and going, well, they've talked about this and this and this and this and story brand. You Know weaving it into the entire ecosystem of my business, but I still have a question about this, and so. Uh, we're gonna get to hear your voicemails today.
0: Yes, and I'm curious. Yes, before we dive into that,
1: did you ever call in to like a radio station
0: or TV show like when you were a kid? Like, oh, was that ever yes. a thing? You know oh, how yes. huge that was back in the day. It like was that was so exciting, a big deal. Like you tried to win tickets, you tried to do dedications, you would call Delilah to ask <laughs> questions. <laughs> did you
1: ever do any of that? Yeah. Well, I never called Delilah, <laughs> but I did in Tucson, Arizona. We had a you know radio station that played like the hits, you know, and you could call and you could request what you wanted your hit to be. Now, when you called in, there was like, the guy on the other line was like, what's up? What's up? Break it down one time. Come on now. Who's on the line? And then you said your name. You would say JJ in the house. JJ in the house. <laughs> all right, JJ. Now that's all good. Come on, dude. What's the name of your hood? And then you'd be like, side <laughs> and it was the best and it was it was a marking of the moment and i loved it so much so i always enjoyed hearing the other people but i i had to be one of those but people so in. of course of course i'm sure i requested you know something by nelly it was it was probably that or you know p diddy or mariah carey something by one of those incredible humans yeah, yeah.
0: well this is going to be exactly like that <laughs> (laughs)
1: Exactly. I would really love it. it So, if you, hero makers out there, if you think of some sort of back and forth that we can do, we're all for it. We're for
0: it. We are here for you. I mean, if that's what you want, then we would be very happy to do that. (laughs) But we do want you to call in. We want you to call in with your questions because, you know, we're covering a lot of stuff. You know, we've gone through a ton of things of how to incorporate story. Into every part of your business using the Story Brand Framework. And you all know that the Story Brand Framework is the framework that powers all of your marketing and messaging. And it shows you how to invite customers into a compelling story where you are the guide and they get to be the hero. And you can use this in any aspect of your business, but we really focus a lot on marketing. But there are nuances to it that people want to know. Okay, so how does it work like this? Or how does it work here? And that's what we want to to answer in this next series. We're just going to answer your questions of how do you incorporate the story brand framework in kind of nuanced ways into your business, different things maybe we haven't talked about yet. So, if you have a question that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, we want you to give us a call.
1: Here is the phone number 615-649-0705 again. That's 615-649- 0705. What are you curious about? What marketing troubles or problems are you experiencing that you haven't heard anybody cover yet that we can help you out with? We're going to answer three Hero Maker questions today, and then we're going to be doing deeper dives on other questions and bringing on our Story Brand certified guides to help speak into some of those. So feel free to call in again, 615 649 0705, and leave us your question.
0: So today, we are answering three of the questions that came in. And you want to listen because you may have some of these same questions as well, or it may spark something in you to give us a call that we can talk about the specific question you have. So here's our very first question from Sam. Hey, my name is Samuel N. Harris. I'm an aspiring author, a creative writer. Um, I don't really have an established business yet. I'm trying to build up a, a, a social media audience um, while also pursuing publication for my first novel called Fractured Heroes. It's a superhero story that I've been promoting in my corner of social media. And I guess what's holding me back is I don't really know what problem um, a creative novel solves. You know, I've been listening to Story Brand, Marketing Made Simple Stuff for a while, and I've heard um, the formula, but I'm not really sure what problem I solve with a creative fiction novel. I mean, some would say that's kind of a frivolous thing. It's not practical. Uh, so I'm wondering... You know, how do I market this as something that solves a problem? Um, It'll be a story that brings hope to people, but not sure how to frame that exactly as solving a problem. So I'd love to hear you do an episode for creative writers. Sam, thank you so much for your question. I know other people probably have similar questions to that. And I cannot wait to read your novel. (laughs) That is right up my alley. (laughs) So when you're thinking about developing a social media presence, the first thing you want to identify is who is your audience, right? So who... Are you trying to reach? And in your case, there's really the ultimately the people who are going to buy the novel. So people who will read it. And then you're also trying to build a presence to uh, go after literary agents, right? And part of the way you do that is to make it really clear about what your novel is ultimately about. Now, this will hit both characters when you understand what your novel is really all about and what story you're trying to tell, not necessarily in the novel, but what does the book do overall? What What's the message you're trying to communicate through the novel? For instance, you mentioned hope, right? That when people read it, that they will have hope. Well, being hopeful is an aspirational identity, right? So, when people read your book, you want them to walk away feeling hopeful. So, aspirational identity in the story brand framework is that idea of who do we want our customers to become, or how do we want them to describe themselves after they have experienced our product or service? So, yours is hopeful right? That connects with your customer, the reader, but also shows the literary agent what type of book you're writing. So when you identify hopeful, even just the word hopeful as a piece of your story, then you're going to be able to communicate clearly to both of those audiences what your book is going to be about. Another area of the brand script that you really want to focus in on is the philosophical problem. So philosophical problem in The brand script is really all about identifying how the world should be different. So, if you are a lawn care company, you would say something like, You should enjoy your lawn more than working on it. That's a philosophical problem. When it comes to your novel, what philosophical problem is your hero in your novel or your novel trying to solve for the world? Like, what kind of argument are you making for how the world should be? Once you identify that, you can use that language in your social media posts. So you can use all of the elements of the brand script in social media. But what you might really want to do is focus in specifically on language that comes out of the aspirational identity bucket and the philosophical problem bucket. If you can hone in on those, that's going to help your audience see what type of novel you're writing and what their lives are going to be like, or what their thoughts are going to be like, or even just what their hearts are going to be like after they have read your
1: book. So as you're talking, JJ, I am thinking visually, right? Because social media is such a visual platform. And what do other artists do? What do other authors do? Of course, they pull out specific quotes from what they've written. And so to piggyback off of what JJ is saying about the philosophical problem and this hopeful narrative that you've talked about Sam pulling out quotes that lean into those aspects and then breaking those down in your caption of your post that helps people really understand oh this is what this is going to be about this is this is why the world actually needs your book right now and so making it really relevant to the readers uh, and of course connecting with them in their lives. Why is this something that the world needs? Well, you said the world needs more hope. Well, that means the inverse is also true. There isn't enough hope in the world. And so how can you do that visually, of course, with quotes, but then maybe you could partner with an artist or a photographer or someone to create imagery around your words, right? Uh, Because that's part of the creative process as well. Um, we, We hope that these ideas are sparking for you. Okay, this is what I can do to move forward and actually implement these things into your marketing plan.
0: And HeroMaker, Maker, if you are listening to this and you are an artist or an author and you're going what are some things I can do to promote my own personal brand? Well, we do have two episodes where we covered some of this. So episode 24 of Marketing Made Simple really focuses on how artists can promote themselves. And episode 26 talks about how to promote your personal brand. So you can go back and listen to those episodes as well. Mike like April said, hopefully those will spark some ideas for you. But the main thing I want you to hear from our feedback is understand that when you're looking at the brand script as a whole, there may be pieces of the brand script that you pull out specifically, and you focus in on those to really show clearly what your story is about. And I think in your case, Sam, identifying the philosophical problem that you're trying to solve and the aspirational identity that people will have at the end of reading your book, if you can hone in on those, that's going to really give you some guidance on how to create great social media and talk about your book. So Sam, thanks again for calling in. Really appreciate it. And hopefully that was helpful for you as you get this going. And I cannot, I mean, I really, I i, I, will, I will read it. This is right in my alley of things that I love. So I'm so excited about this.
1: So Hero Makers, we're in the thick of it now. And and we just mentioned the brand script and just as a reminder the brand script is the one place where all of the talking points for your marketing live and you can access and complete a digital version of your brand script for free at mystorybrand.com all right jj let's jump into our next listener question hi april hi jj my name is megan I am a content strategist for a manufacturing company, and one of my questions is writing content in a way that appeals to my audience, we use the story brand method, but also appeases a leadership team that is set more in the ways of marketing done for the last 30 years of business, trying to create something that really bridges the gap between where modern consumers are headed and where traditional leadership meets. I'd love a little more information on how to find a way to marry a happy medium of appealing and appeasing of content creation. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely love the podcast. Listen every morning on the way to work. Keep it up, guys. All right, Megan. This is such a great question. It really is. How do we marry the modern principles of marketing and bring people along who might not be quite up to speed? So this is something that Of course, we see all the time when we go out and we teach private workshops, right? The reason we're getting a group of people in the room is to help everyone align and make sure that they're all on the same page. Because if you can get someone in the same room and share, hey, this is how the framework works, it makes sense to them and they will be on board for moving forward with this style of marketing.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) Megan, you are not in an easy position (laughs) Yeah, say that right now. We know. I mean, we know what that's like because you're really trying to say, here's the direction we need to go. But in reality, the owners of the company probably are like, well, we built this business and it's grown so much and we've done it this way and it's worked. And you go, yes, 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 (laughs) yes, it has. But marketing is changing and our audience is changing and we need to change with it. So first off, just know I I know the position you're in. I know how hard that can be. And so just like April said, getting everybody in the room together is fantastic. But if you can't get everybody in the room together, what you might want to start with is just offering some resources to them that they can learn themselves. So one place you might want to start is just pass the very first episode of this podcast to them. Episode number one, we walk through the power of story and how story works to Change people's mind and engage them so that they buy your product and service. So maybe just say, hey, here's a great podcast I'd love you to listen to. Or maybe, give them the building a story brand book or the marketing made simple book, you know, just offer it to them and go, Hey, here's a way I am learning. And what that does is it shows them that you are continuing to learn and grow. And then you're passing things to them so that they can begin to get on the same page as you on their own without you forcing them. Because I think sometimes that is hard. The other thing too, when you're specifically talking about using pieces of the story that you have used in the past. So maybe you, Are a company who is family owned and was family built, and that is how you've always led your marketing with that we are a family owned business. You don't need to get rid of that piece of the story. You just have to understand where it's supposed to go. So instead of leading with we're a family owned business who's been around for 30 years, that actually comes later in the story. That's part of the guide piece of your brand script. It comes out of the authority section. If you've been around for 30 years, you wanna talk about that. You just don't wanna lead with it. You wanna lead with what the customer wants and the problem that you're trying to solve. Then bring in the piece of the family story don't feel like you have to get rid of it. So if there are pieces of their story that have worked in the past to grow this business and they don't want to get rid of those, you don't have to get rid of those. Just know where they belong in the story. And that's what the story brand framework really helps you do is it takes all of this information that you have about your business and organizes it in a way that makes sense and that positions the customer as the hero. So for anybody out there who is dealing with this as well. If you are new in particular to marketing in your company, and there's people who have been there for years and years and years, and you come in like a bulldozer and you're like, here's where we're going to (laughs) go. And you found maybe that doesn't work as well as you thought. What you might want to do is just simply start with resources, share the resources that have made an impact on you with people in the company. Start there, allow them to go on that journey for themselves. Then make sure that if there are pieces of the story about the company that are really important to the owners or really important to other people in the organization, don't throw them out. Don't immediately come in and just cross them off. Keep them, honor them, but put them in their right context in the story. And if you can do that, then you're all going to win.
1: So Megan and anyone else out there who is struggling to get everyone on the same page, we cannot recommend a private workshop enough. I mean, of course, the podcast, the book, even our story brand marketing live stream, those are really great resources. But if you need everyone to come together, there's nothing better than spending a day and a half with your team, clarifying your message, getting everyone on the same page and feeling really good about where those important pieces are. Because like JJ said, people are emotional about their story, especially whenever they've been in business for so long. It's it's like their baby. And it's really important for them to feel like, all right, the important pieces of my story are represented. They're just in a configuration that actually helps our customers be the hero and we get to play the guide. So if you're wanting to do that, go to storybrand.com slash private workshop. Again, that's storybrand.com slash private workshop. And you'll be able to speak with someone on our team about getting that set up.
0: April, the way that we used to connect with customers in business was by giving them our business card, right? (laughs) Yes. You met somebody, you gave them a business card, you hopefully got their business card so you could call them. But the way that businesses now can connect with customers is changing so fast. You know, there's QR codes that are out there that people can use. Oh my gosh.
1: Let's talk about QR codes for a second. (laughs) Uh, They have made a huge comeback. I never used them. And now I expect it. Yeah, (laughs) and things like
0: that are changing all the time. There are always new ways to connect with customers, to get their information and stay connected. And HubSpot CRM can actually help you stay connected with customers even as technology is changing.
1: With smart content optimization that helps you invest your marketing dollars where it really counts and SEO tools that will put your business ahead above the rest, HubSpot helps your business grow better and keep up with all of the technology shifts.
0: Learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. I am loving all these questions. This is so fun. And we have one more that we want to cover during this episode. Like we said, we're going to be covering your questions in this series. So we're going to be talking about this, doing some more deep dives. But for this episode, we actually have one more question from Seth. Hey, JJ and April. Hey, first off, you guys are awesome. Thoroughly enjoy how positive you guys are in all of your podcasts. Um, I get so tired of the negativity in some of the best business podcasts I listen to. So appreciate how positive you guys are. My name is Seth Christensen. My company name is Christensen Genetics. One thing I would love to have you cover would be if I can do one thing today to generate a sale. I realize there's a huge process. There's sales funnels. There's a whole framework to work with. But if I'm going to do one thing today, if I'm sitting feeling in a rut and I need to do one thing that will generate a sale and kind of kickstart me back into getting done everything that he's done into my marketing and broader scope? What would that one thing be? Would love to hear you guys' thoughts. Sure. Appreciate all you do. Thanks.
1: All right, Seth. One thing that you can do to generate a sale is to get leads, right? You've got to have leads in order to close a sale. And so we really recommend that you create a lead generator. Now, this one thing, it's likely going to take you a little bit of time to create, but oh my goodness, it's going to save you so much time in creating these leads. Because once you have a lead generator and so many businesses out there don't, they do not take the time to slow down and figure out what would really provide value to my clients. What would help my clients solve their problem just a little bit? You can be generous with your information and say, hey, here's a checklist, here's a quiz, here's an ebook, here's a mini course that you can have for. Free 99, right? (laughs) Give it away for free, and then you're going to get those people who are actually qualified for your product. And then it's going to be so much easier to close your sale.
0: And you mentioned being in a rut. And when I am in a rut, this is really helpful. Is really the first thing that I'm always looking for is what is a lead generator I can create? Is there a webinar? Is there a mini course? Is there something I can do on social media? Is there a video I can film? Is there a quiz I can create? And that really inspires a lot of creativity in me because not all of my ideas are going to be used, right, in creating a lead generator. I'm going to ultimately probably pick one at any given moment. But those ideas may turn into an email campaign. They, like I said, they may turn into social media posts. They may turn into something else. They may not be the full-fledged lead generator that you create, but it gets me going. It gets me thinking about my customer and their problems and the value that I can offer them. So we would say if there is one one thing that will lead to a sale. And it's really at the very beginning of that path, right? It's get that lead and create a lead generator that will get the leads for you. And you can then run that for a while. And then when you get back into a rut or you're feeling like you're not getting a lot of sales, create another lead generator. This is exactly what we do. We do this all the time. It's lead generator, let it run. When it's feeling like it's not working, create another lead generator. And when I have free time in my work schedule, Which isn't a lot, but when I do have free time, (laughs) what I do is I start brainstorming what value can I give my customer and what problems can I solve. That's it. So, for everybody out there, if you're sitting there and you're going, I am feeling a little bit ruddy in this moment, feeling like I'm in a little bit of a rut, I need more sales. Well, really, what you need is more leads because you're going to close a certain percentage of those leads. And so you are saying to yourself, if I need 10 sales this month, if I need 10 more sales this month, and typically I close 10% of the leads that I get, then you need to figure out how to get a hundred leads, right? You need to create a lead generator that's going to get you a hundred emails. So, you know, you can sell to 10 of those. If you want to get 20 sales, then you need to get 200 emails, right? It's really just simple math of leads and what we'd call lag measures. So, leads is the number of emails you get, and lag is how many ultimately sales you make because of those leads. So, you're identifying how many sales do I need to make this month? How many leads do I need to get in order to close that amount of sales? And then, what lead generators do I need to create to get that amount of leads? So that is for everybody out there. You're saying a lead generator, lead generator, lead generator. And you may say, I have one already. Great. Let it run and then create a new one. That is how you're going to grow your business.
1: So Seth, if you're looking for some lead generator inspiration, uh, if you're on our email list, we probably have a webinar coming up that you could attend because those webinars, they provide so much value. We are not just talking about our products and services on those. We are teaching people a lot of really great information because we want people to succeed. If people will have some success, then they are more likely to give us actual cash money because they will be like, oh yeah, I'm going to trust these people to be my guide. They've helped me for free 99. Let me put some cash on the line and actually double, triple, 10 times my investment.
0: I love this entire series already. I know it's our first episode of this series, but I am so excited about it. So Hero Makers, call in call in with your questions. Some episodes, we're going to answer a number of questions. And in other episodes, we're going to dive deep, especially for those. If we get multiple questions around the same topic, those are the episodes that we're going to dive deep on. So you may go, well, somebody else might've asked this question, so I shouldn't call in. No, call in because we want to know. What do you want to know? What do you want more information on? And we want to offer up solutions so that you can grow your business. Well, hero makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Today's actionable step is inspired by Seth and his question, what is the one thing in my marketing I should do to increase sales? Hero Makers, what I want you to do is pause and think about what is a lead generator that I can create to get more leads to get more sales. What is something you can offer your customer that either solves a problem or adds value to their life? So can you create a mini course, even on Instagram? Can you create a webinar? Can you create a keynote that you're going to commit to go out and deliver to even just a small audience? Can you offer three tips on your website? Can you give three pitfalls to avoid? Something. Be creative and figure out what can I create that will either add value to my customer's life or solve a problem that they are willing to give an email for. You want to make it valuable enough that they're willing to exchange that information for their own email. Then once you get that email, you can follow up and close more sales. So you can either do it through email sequences or you can get phone numbers and call them. But you want to follow up. One of the fastest and easiest ways to grow your business is to create great lead generators. It creates reciprocity because you are giving something to your customer and they in ways feel like they're connected to you, almost like they owe you. So it creates a sense of reciprocity. It positions you as a guide for them by offering some authority and it just helps solve a problem so that they begin to see your product and services as a way to solve their problems. If you can begin the process of creating one good lead generator today, I promise you it is going to make a significant impact on growing your business. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much to everyone who called in and for all of you who are going to be calling in. We want to thank you for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week.